0: Hey, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the case may be. From across the Americas and around the globe, you're listening to the Homestead Mentor live show on the radio home of the Homestead Mentor community. Doug Dillon here, your Homestead Mentor food security champion and host for this Wednesday, March 3rd edition of the show. It's 9.30 on the east, that makes it 6.30 on the left. Slot the hogs, hat the trees, feed the chickens, check the bees, aquaponics off the grid, solar, power, feed the kids, firewood, rabbit stew, vermiculture, garden. Two, that's the life on the homestead as we know it. That's the life on the homestead as we know it. On homesteadmentorradio.com. Hey, happy Wednesday, everyone. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you here. Uh, I'm going to get right into it this evening, um, partially because I read something that said if you want to be a good podcaster, although I'm not sure we're podcasting as much as we are broadcasting a live show, but if you want to be a good podcaster, one thing you need to do is have a single show where you get right into it and you basically explain uh, why the show is worth listening to. So we're going to do that. This evening, if you want to join the show, feel free to give us a call at 330-440-0735. Again, 330-440-0735. You can uh, also join us via your computer's audio by clicking the little red button on homesteadmentorradio.com. And uh, your computer's audio will join uh, the show as well. I'm not sure that works on mobile. Okay, Uh, the phone number only works Monday through Friday between uh, uh, show hours, so starting at 9:30 p.m. Uh, Weekends and off hours, that phone number will just ring busy. But you can always reach us at Doug at HomesteadMentor.com. So, why Homestead Mentor? Uh, Why this radio show? Why the Homestead Mentor Live Show? Well, uh, the primary reason for this show's existence is to inspire. Um, There's a lot behind that, and we'll unravel that in the next uh, 20 minutes or so, but um, it's to inspire would-be homesteaders, whether you're young or old, um, to realize your dream. Right? So uh, that is our primary objective. And one of the ways I think we accomplish that is by providing um, tactics I keep forgetting that <laughs> uh, by providing tactics and and practical um what's the word here we give you what you need in order to make that happen right so it's one thing to be inspired and be full of energy and enthusiasm it's another to be able to take that energy enthusiasm and execute and i think one of the things that we bring to the table is the execution models, and one of those execution models is found in our Grow Model Workbook. So, the Grow Model Workbook is a workbook of a series of models that, when completed, give you a detailed plan on how to uh, what to grow, how much to grow, when to grow, when to harvest. Uh, how to preserve, how much storage space. We're going to go through the models um, this evening a little bit for uh, vegetables, for fruits, and for um, animals and eggs, okay? So the idea is in the GROW model workbook, If once you complete that workbook, you'll be in a position to know what you need to do step by step in order to execute the food side of homesteading. Um, then, homestead mentor uh, is intended to be your, uh, your instructor. And when I say homestead mentor is your instructor, what I mean is the community is your instructor. So I'll uh, develop videos to help us all be better gardeners, better uh, at animal husbandry, uh, better at general uh, homestead uh, tasks and skills, <clears throat> but the community itself will really be the heavy lifter of those things. So you'll have the, 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 again, the primary objective of this show is to inspire you, but not just then to inspire you, but once you realize that you, you can do this, then give you the tools to be able to do it. I believe that homesteading should be a viable, respected uh, career path. So whether you're 18, uh, looking to forge out on your own, or you're 50, looking to remake yourself, um, and to to basically come back and do what you felt like you should do all along. Uh, Interestingly enough, I was speaking with my mother this morning, and we were talking about this very topic, uh, that when I was uh, 18, I called home from college and I said, I'm not supposed to be here. Um, I'm supposed to be forging my way, uh, living off the land in the woods. And that never went away. Um, I've worked uh, corporate jobs for uh, most of the 30 plus years since that time. Uh, but that dream and that urge, that that desire never went away. and. What I hope is that the show will reach that 18-year-old me and give you that extra push uh, and confidence that you can do this and then give you the, um, the tools to be able to do it and the community to be able to lean on uh, for support when you have questions and, and just need that little extra nudge. That's what we're here for. So I want to talk a little bit about that. In, in a little more detail in what these the, the Grow Model workbook is all about. And I've done this before in previous shows, but we're gonna do it again in the spirit or in the context of why this show exists. And it's from these workbooks that we'll then start to teach the the skills that are required in order to make the, the actual execution of the workbook successful. So it's one thing to be able to fill out a workbook and then you have a plan. It's another thing to be able to take that plan and actually make it happen in the field or in the barn. Um, But we're gonna give you both. Okay, so the models. Well, the first thing in the GROW model workbook is a two week uh, food journal. And the reason we, we wanna capture two weeks of what you're actually eating is because you should grow and raise what you eat and eat and grow what you raise. Did I say that right? You should grow what you eat and eat what you grow. So grow and raise what you eat and eat what you grow and raise. There you go. Um, otherwise, what happens is you get real enthusiastic about the seed catalog <clears throat> or what your neighbors got. You know, they've got emus or they've got some exotic animals um, or they've got a a bunch of rabbits or or whatever. If you don't eat rabbit, then don't raise rabbit to eat, right? I'm guessing you eat chicken, so you probably would raise chickens. I'm guessing you eat eggs, you probably would raise layers. But you don't want to grow vegetables that you really don't eat. And the way you'll know this is if in a two-week time span you haven't consumed it, chances are you don't consume it on a regular enough basis to grow it. You would be wasting your time. Uh, I'm going to share a joke. When I told my mother this joke this morning, she, she it was the, the heartiest laugh I had heard from her in years. Um, so it goes like this. In, in my town, we don't lock our car doors because we're afraid someone's going to steal uh, our car. We lock our car doors because we're afraid someone will put a zucchini in it. <laughs> so uh, what happens with many gardeners is you get very enthusiastic and you plant zucchini uh, and maybe no one in the family even likes zucchini but they grow and they grow well and they grow easily and you find yourself giving away all this produce um, that you grew now giving stuff away is fantastic but if your goal is to feed your family and you are trying to live a frugal simple life uh, then you probably want to make sure that you're satisfying the needs of your, your, your the food needs of your family before you're planting something that you will never consume. Makes sense. So um, that is the first step in, uh, in in the in the workbook and in the model. And again, the goal here is when you're inspired to start down this path if you have the tools to execute it makes that inspiration um, relevant and and meaningful you actually then have an opportunity to, to see it through so that's why we're here and i'm recapping uh the one of the tools that we will provide for you that hopefully uh to get you there so after that two-week period then we're going to um, Then we're going to capture and extract from that two weeks what it is we're actually eating and what it is that we would need to grow. And then we will create a model or we will complete a workbook sheet for each vegetable or each food item, whether it's uh, fruits, berries, vegetables, meats, uh, eggs, um, non-value-added. So not cheeses or yogurts or... um, you know, anything that you have to mix with something else is not, is not really included in these models. But what the model does is it then tells you, um, it asks you, okay, well, how often you're going to eat this? And you're going to complete, uh, and, and how many servings? So how many people are in your family and how often you're going to eat this? Basically, what you're shooting for in the GROW model is how much of something do I have to plant? Okay, and, and I'm going at this uh, as a 50,000-foot view. Um, I created a, uh, a video that kind of walks through and actually shows some of the, the pages. Um, it gets a little bit more in-depth maybe than what we're going to talk about uh, with this tonight, but, but it, so it's probably worth uh, watching. But this is just gives you a flavor for what this uh, workbook is for. So then after you def- determine what it is that you need to grow or want to grow, because that's what you eat, and how much of it you uh, want to grow and how many, uh, how many row feet you need, so how big your garden needs to be in order to satisfy it or how big your field needs to be in order to house the animals, um, then you would move into uh, your planting model. Now, this is specific to planting fruits and vegetables, but how much or berries uh, and vegetables? So uh, how much of it starts indoors, how much of it uh, gets transplanted? When does it get transplanted? Uh, again, how many, uh, how many rows are you going to take up? How many row feet? Uh, so it helps you organize the actual uh, planting, uh, the starting and planting. Which, by the way, for us, we will be starting our Brussels sprouts on Saturday indoors. And uh, Friday, we'll talk about what our models look like for Brussels sprouts. And I believe uh, the following weekend, we will be planting broccoli. And we'll talk about that as well the, the week after. Okay, so there's a planting model, and then there is a harvest model. So what did we, uh, we set out to grow? What did we actually get back? And what was the quality of that? And where did we find, you know, where did we, we grow it in what rows and, and what rows did better than other rows so that we can determine where in our garden uh, maybe our best soil is for a particular uh, vegetable um, or, or berry. Um, and then we have a preservation model. The preservation model is, uh, are we freezing, canning, dehydrating, freeze-drying? How are we going to preserve this, uh, this food? And uh, so how many jars will we need? How many freezer bags will we need? How much freezer space will we need? Actually, that's the next model. Um, the next model is the storage model. So from the, the preservation model, we learn just how much um, storage space we need for jars, for uh, frozen items, for um, canisters, what have you. You may find that uh, until you start laying out the plan, you may not realize that you need, you know, 25 feet of shelf space in your basement, or you need a um, uh, an extra freezer or two, And it may change when you realize that. You may change your mind and say, well, the things I thought I was going to freeze, I will can. Or the things I thought I was going to can, maybe I should freeze. So uh, that model will be beneficial. And then you're going to take all of that information and we're going to learn what did we start with. So what was our target? Or what were our estimates in our initial uh, grow model? And then what did we actually harvest? And what did we actually can? And what did we actually eat? So at the end of the year... We canned all this, we froze all this, did we actually eat it? And then you're going to take that information, we're going to feed that back into next year's model, and next year's model is now more intelligent. It's now informed by experience. Um, And not just uh, anecdotal experience, but actual data experience. So um, year two, we would be in a better position, and our model should be more accurate. Year three, even more accurate. Year four, even more accurate. I suspect by the end of year five, um, the it probably becomes very intuitive. When you harvest, uh, let's say, green beans, you'll look at that green bean harvest and you'll know, hey, that was five cups of green beans. And we're right on track with where we need to be based on our green bean consumption. But that's going to take some years of experience. Um, but once you have it, I think then you have it and you probably no longer would need to fill out um, a workbook. So say four or five years of doing the workbook and then you are an expert at uh, at those models. Okay, so again, we want to inspire. The show is here to inspire, but it's one thing to walk away getting all excited about uh, homesteading. Then the things like the Grow model workbook is there to um, be a tool to help take that enthusiasm and put a plan around it. So now that you start to build a little bit of a confidence because I'm excited about doing something, and now I've got a plan to help me actually execute that. But then the next component of what this community will do and what this show will do is. Well, it's one thing to have a model, but how do I put that seed into the ground? Um, can I touch the seed? Do I not touch the seeds? All the things that now now we'll get into the skills of gardening. Um, and I, I want to say, say right out of the gate, I am not an expert. Um, I'm not a master gardener. But I'll bet you eventually we'll attract master gardeners into the community and we will have their expertise uh, to help us to improve our gardening skills. But there's a there's a base set of skills that we can start with um, and that I, I feel confident that we can teach. And so now you have the plan, you have the inspiration, you have the plan, and now you have the instruction, um, at least at uh, at a beginning level, to start to execute these things. And we can then use the group experience to experiment, to further improve. So our soils should start to get better. Our techniques start to improve. Um, we get more experience with the, with the models themselves. And because we're improving the inputs, we're actually improving our outputs. So gardening in, in fair soil, doesn't matter how great of a gardener you are, you're probably going to get um, less of a, of a yield than an inexperienced gardener gardening in fantastic soil. Right. So, if we can, if we start with fair, and we work together, and we show what the importance of soil is, and how you can improve your soil, uh, then your yield in the next year will be better, and the year after even better. So, uh, same thing with animal husbandry. So, if you uh, your egg production is Whatever it is at your starting point, and we can show and share techniques and and uh, best practices that you can improve your egg production while reducing your feed costs. Um, this is a good thing. And again, you've got the inspiration. You now have um, a plan, and you have the how to. And then you have the community for the support. And for the, you know, coming together to do some broader experiments where we can really, um, move our, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, we can really raise our game, if you will. So again, the, at the end, we want you to feel like if homesteading is a viable, honorable career path, um, that you wouldn't pass that up because there's no one around you or the support isn't there for you to be able to execute. That shouldn't be the reason. Uh, It should be a decision that you make because um, you decide that that's not what you want to do. But if you feel that in your heart and you feel like that's where you're led to go, then uh, know that this is a place that we want to support that. Okay. Um, Okay. I rambled on quite a bit there. So, oh, so a little, a little teaser. Um, two teasers. I think I'm using the word teaser here in the right uh, context. I might not be. I, I got to get this show lingo down. Um, okay. In one of our earlier broadcasts, we talked about uh, micro-businesses. And in the spirit of everything I just said, um, tomorrow we are going to officially start the Homestead Mender Community's first micro-business. And I'm toying with what I'll do with the proceeds. Maybe what we'll do is we will, I don't know, maybe we leave that up to the group. But we're going to start and I'm going to, we're going to walk through and we're going to build the business model and we're actually going to start the business and I'm going to invest $100 So our business is only going to cost $100. Anything else that we need beyond that $100, we will have to scrounge for. And the we is me. You're welcome to follow along. In fact, I would encourage you to follow along. Or you could wait and see just how successful or not the model is uh, before you invest your $100. Um, But the idea is we're going to launch a business uh, tomorrow Uh, the, the paperwork won't be official, uh, but the yet, but we will launch official paperwork. It it will be a legitimate business that will run as an enterprise that at the end I may keep, I may, uh, disband, I may give, uh, away. Um, who knows? We'll see what we do with it. But the proceeds during the run of this, uh, little experiment, um, is something that we'll figure out what to do with. Um, maybe we'll start, maybe we'll sponsor, um, I don't know. We'll do something. We'll do something good with it, and that business is going to be. I wonder if I should say. You know, let's wait. That's a teaser, right? The, you got to come back tomorrow to learn what the business is that you were going to start for a hundred bucks, and I believe that this hundred dollar investment could, within a year, yield my five hundred dollars a month in income, not revenue, but income. So a six thousand uh, dollar annual. Um, positive to the balance sheet, all right? And I think it could scale well beyond that if we wanted to. I have no intention myself of scaling it beyond that because I've got so many irons in the fire as it is, Um, adding another full-time business would be a a difficult, um, it probably wouldn't be wise. All right, so that's tomorrow and I look. that's going to be fun and we're going to do that Thursdays. Every Thursday, we're going to call it Micro Business Thursdays. And the whole focus of the show on Thursdays is going to be uh, what's next in building out our plan and building out the business, and getting it started. Once it is actually up and running, um, what's our marketing strategy? What's our sales strategy? Um, and are we what sales are we getting? <laughs> and what customers do we have? And all of those good things. We're gonna we're gonna do that whole from soup to nuts, as they say. Um, we're gonna build this business. Uh, and on thursdays okay and we will probably have some group decisions to make um but i will be the chairman of the board of that one okay so that is starting tomorrow and then as a reminder friday i'm very excited about friday my wife maria will be joining us and um that will be a standard. I think Fridays will be Maria and I. will Will uh, I'm not sure what our content is going to be at this point, but uh, that will be a standing segment. Got some positive feedback on the history segment. I think I'd like. I'm going to keep that segment as well. So um, I really would like to have the author of of the uh, story that I read last night be the one that tells the stories. But if I can't uh, convince her to come on then I will keep telling those stories. And if you know of any, if you come across any that you would like to share, um, let me know. And if you want to tell the story on air, that's fantastic. Or if you would like me to tell the story, um, I can. Or you could record the story in advance, send me the audio, and and we can play it. So again, it's a community. It's a discussion. It's a, it's our meeting. It's a forum for us to, to come together and have uh, ongoing dialogue. So, Uh, thanks for listening tonight. Again, the show's primary intention. And I know I'm still trying to find my sea legs if I'm trying to figure out what this looks like. And I appreciate the patience as we're getting there, but it, it is really all about inspiring you to recognize that if this is something that's on your uh, heart to do, that you can do it, um, and that it is an honorable and worthy profession, uh, or career path. And to give you tools that not only make that something that's kind of out there in the, hey, this sounds nice, but something that can actually uh, be planned for and executed. And then to give you, provide support uh, throughout those early years uh, when you run into all the the questions and the, what do I do nows, but then you get to pay it back because or if you're already there, you can start paying, paying back the experience, you can you can then come back and share with people what you've learned, and help them uh, shorten that learning curve. Okay, I don't have anything else. Um, Last night, I started, and I'm going to continue again. um, This is really something that I started doing for myself a number of years ago, and I don't know why, but I got away from it, and I'm going to get back to it, and I hope that as a community, you will join me, and that is, and I can't find, bear with me just one second, okay, and that is reading a chapter in Proverbs each night, so I'm going to read, today is March 3rd. So I'm going to read Proverbs chapter 3. And the neat thing about Proverbs is there are 31, and in many months there are 31 days. Uh, and in the months that there are only 30 days, then the chapter 31 doesn't get read. But uh, you never have to go, well, where was I? You always just look at whatever the day is, and that's the proverb you read. So today, March 3rd, we're going to read the uh, chapter 3. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and abundant welfare will they give you. Let not loyalty and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them upon your neck. Write them on the table of your heart, so you will find favor and good repute in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or be weary on his reproof. For the Lord reproves him whom he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. Happy is the man who finds wisdom, and the man who gets understanding; for the gain from its better, from the gain, for the gain from it is better than gain from silver, and its profit better than gold. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand, in her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Those who hold her fast are called happy. The Lord, by wisdom, founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deeps broke forth, and the clouds dropped from the dew. My son, keep wisdom and discretion. Let them not escape from your sight, and they will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. If you sit down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden panic or of the ruin of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. Do not say to your neighbor, Go and come again tomorrow. I will give it when you have it with you. Do not plan evil against your neighbor who dwells trustingly beside you. Do not contend with a man for no reason when he has done you no harm. Do not envy a man of violence, and do not choose any of his ways. For the perverse man is the abomination to the Lord, but the upright are in his confidence. The Lord's curse is on the house of the wicked, but blesses the abode of the righteous." Toward the scorners, he is scornful, but to the humble, he shows favor. To wise, or I'm sorry, the wise will inherit honor, but fools get disgrace. So thank you for sticking with me uh, through that, and I hope uh, we we get to uh, go through the book of proverbs many, 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 many times together. So thank you for uh, listening to the show tonight. Uh, For all the new listeners, uh, glad you're here. Uh, Tomorrow, we will be right back here at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. And uh, until then, have a great night. And thank you so much.